The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Guess what, Mango? What's that, Will? So I don't think we've talked about Bennett Surf on the show before, but you you know who Surf is, right? Yeah, he's the co-founder of Random House. He's kind of a legend. And there are so many great stories about him, but one of my favorites has to do with a conversation and a bet that he had with Dr. Seuss. So they were having this argument about how many unique words you needed to tell a really good story. And so Surf made this bet with Dr. Seuss for 50 bucks that he couldn't write a book with 50 words or less. So, of course, Dr. Seuss proved him wrong, and he wrote Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, so I've got to admit, I knew that story, but um, one thing I learned when we were doing our Dr. Seuss episode was that 49 of those words that he used actually were only one syllable long, like fox and boat and eggs and could, but the, <laughs> the only word he used that was longer than one syllable was the word anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm curious, what, what did Dr. Seuss do with all that cash? Well, apparently nothing because I don't think Surf ever paid him. He just kind of figured, you know, the royalties on Dr. Seuss's best-selling book were probably winnings enough. And he's got a good point on that one. I'm sure he made a ton of money from those books. But yeah. there was one thing I didn't realize. Surf actually went to school for accounting. And so today's Nine Things is all about our favorite accountants. And if it wasn't for an accountant, we wouldn't have green eggs and ham. So let's dive in. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mangesh Hatikater. And sitting behind the soundproof glass, just organizing his collection of vintage TurboTax CD-ROMs. Have you ever seen that many CD-ROMs mm-hmm. in one All place, in one place. <laughs> Certainly within the last 15, 20 years, I haven't seen that many CD-ROMs in one place. But that's our friend and producer, Tristan McNeil. <laughs> 
So, Mango, we're doing a show today all about accountants, huh? Yeah, I mean, you could say it's in honor of tax season finally being over, but the real reason I thought we'd do a show on this is because I wanted to dedicate a show to our friend and accountant, Lisa Vaughn, who's, uh, I know, your longtime family friend. Yeah, she actually advised mental floss in the early days, helped you out so many times Mm -hmm. when you were waiting tables and I was teaching on the side and everything we were trying to do to get mental floss started. And I'll never forget the first time we sat down with tax forms and things like that. And we both looked at each other like, how does this work? I know, it's baffling. (laughs) And this many years later, we still look at each other like, how does this work? But It's uh, baffling. That's right. That's right. Lisa has been there for us so many times. So, you know, we've we've already talked about our favorite accountant now, but let's talk about some ridiculous accounting and accountant stories. So where do you want to start today? So I, I want to talk about the Oakland A's. And, you know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I, I read this story on Now I Know that I love, and it's about their accounting department. So in 1989, the accounting team at the A's was confused because they had this million-dollar surplus. Like, they were checking their books and rechecking their numbers, and they were kind of freaking out because they couldn't figure out why they had an extra million dollars around. And it turns out that it was because of Ricky Henderson. So apparently before the 1990 season, he'd gotten a contract for $12 million with a million dollars to be paid up front. So he framed his million-dollar check and actually never deposited it. No way. <laughs> like, apparently he wanted it up on the wall so he could see it every day and it would make him happy. But uh, when the accountants finally figured it out, they asked him to make a copy of that check and deposit the million-dollar check, which I guess he eventually agreed to. <laughs> I mean, I love that he had to be convinced to deposit a million dollars. I think that's a pretty good sign that you have a little more money than you really need. Yeah. But- Well, here's a person who actually kind of looks like an accountant, but I never realized was trained to be one. And that's comedian Bob Newhart. Did you know this? Mm -mm. According to an interview, he said, I didn't say to myself, oh, here's a great void to fill. I'll be a balding ex-accountant who specializes in low-key humor. (laughs) That's just simply what I was. So it was natural for me to be that way. I actually really love Bob Newhart. And I I can kind of see him being a lovable accountant. Well, apparently he wasn't very good at it. I'm sure he was lovable, but not good at the craft. So he he said (laughs) there always seemed to be shortages in the accounts he was working on. And he even would chip in from his own pocket just to balance the books. And his philosophy was apparently close enough is good enough. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that's a motto at many accounting schools. (laughs) I don't think so. So speaking of accountants who actually chipped in their own money, have you ever heard of Bert Padel? No. So I, I'd never heard of him either, but apparently he's name-checked in a lot of rap albums. He's mentioned, like, by Biggie and Run DMC and Talib Kweli, and I actually only found out about him through this article in New York Mag. Apparently when uh, Sean Puffy Combs was just starting out and without a job, he made an introduction to Clive Davis for him. You know, Clive Davis is that legendary yeah. music producer, and uh, he's also a little like Bob Newhart in that he fronted Puffy some money so that he could stay in his new house as he was figuring out his business, but... You know, the more I read about him, Padel seemed like more and more of an amazing person. So I'm just going to give you some highlights. He actually started out as a bat boy for the Yankees. And uh, as a kid, he was this promising baseball player. And in fact, he said he was DiMaggio's bat boy, teammate, and then his business manager after an injury (laughs) stalled his career. But uh, he had this amazing reputation just for being super honest. And uh, he was someone who could get you out of jams and really help you focus your business. So over the years, he moved from like DiMaggio to helping people like Pink Floyd, Jethro Tull, a bunch of other bands. And uh, and then when Russell Simmons started his business, he actually recruited Padel to work with him. So wow. there are all these stories over the years of like Padel helping artists get their money back and uh, 
You know, he actually um, turned his office into an early WeWork for young hip-hop artists and entrepreneurs. <laughs> like, he, he'd let them work there for free and use his conference rooms and, and whatever. But uh, my favorite part is that uh, one of the artists he worked with said that for 28 years, Bert would uh, call him up early on his birthday and sing him happy birthday. And he did this for everyone he loved and believed in. Wow, that, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, according to this book, the, um, the History of Business of Hip-Hop, uh, as people were exploiting these young artists, he was like the person who everyone trusted, and he's known as the guy who helped artists get their money right. You know, one thing I hadn't thought about in a while was that even villains need accountants, which is what makes the accountant story, and that's the book written by Pablo Escobar's brother and chief accountant Roberto, so interesting. So the book is filled with all sorts of crazy details, you know, from the ingenious methods the cartel used to move that much cocaine across international lines. I was reading about this. They, they used to fill airplane tires with Coke. Then they'd figure out how to liquefy it so it was coming across in bottles of cooking oil and paint and whatever oh. else. And, you know, then they figured out how to embed it in plastic. I mean, the science what? behind all of this is just <laughs> nuts. But and, and I know back in our Rats episode, we talked about how Escobar spent, I think it was like $2,500 a month on rubber bands, you know, yeah. just to wad all that cash together. And, you know, the rats used to eat like 10% of the profits just nibbling away at the cash in these warehouses. But there were a few other things that I didn't know about the accounting team. So Escobar's brother managed an accounting team of 10 people to oversee this cash. Wow. And you kind of forget that at the height of his reign, Escobar controlled 80% of the cocaine market. Forbes actually had him listed as the seventh richest person in the world with a personal fortune of over $25 billion. But all that money became such a problem that they started filling warehouses with the cash, then ranch buildings, then buried plots, and they actually started storing it in the walls of anybody they knew. And eventually they just started buying submarines and planes in all cash deals because <laughs> they knew they could use them and, you know, in the fleets to ship their product. It's just crazy. And that's insanity. And it's almost more amazing that there were only 10 people doing all this accounting, you know, for that much money. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, here's a quick one that's the opposite of Escobar's badass accountant. Did you know that uh, Kenny G was also an accountant? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> so, you know, we both like music. I don't think either of us are Kenny G aficionados or Kenneth Bruce Gorlick aficionados, if you need to go <laughs> call him by his full name. But uh, I am kind of fascinated by him. Uh, apparently, he was Phi Beta Kappa in school and graduated magna cum laude from uh, University of Washington in accounting. And, you know, those skills helped him manage his money as he was just starting out and then pick a really good financial manager when he had more money coming in. But one of the things I, I like about him is, is that uh, he actually holds the record for holding a note the longest on a saxophone, and he did it for 45 minutes. No, that's not possible, 45 minutes. Yeah, so I, I didn't think so either. I, I guess he uses this technique called circular breathing. You use your cheeks as a bellows and then push out air as you're breathing in through your nostrils. I... I don't know if you saw that uh, amazing 10-minute freestyle from the Roots MC, Tariq Trotter. Uh, he, I did, yeah. Yeah, he was just yeah. like spitting lyrics nonstop for 10 minutes. And apparently he used circular breathing just to keep his voice at the same pitch and not run out of breath as he was talking. Wow. You know, I like that there are all these would-be accountants who ended up doing other amazing things. You've got Robert Plant, Eddie Izzard. I mean, they all dropped out, but it's a pretty fun list to look at. I know. I, I love thinking about people who are almost things like priests or chaplains, like uh, Michael Moore, John Green, Al Gore, Casanova. You know, it, <laughs> I, I don't know how Casanova didn't last divinity school. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> Actually, there was there was one other on the accountant front. Mick Jagger was supposed to be an accountant, and he's supposedly great at math. 
He was enrolled at the, you know, very prestigious London School of Economics and then dropped out a year or two into it just to pursue music. I, I guess he had pretty good reason to do that. But <laughs> it's pretty fascinating to read about. Yeah, I mean, I, I've actually heard that he's super frugal. Yeah, there's this story, I think it was in 1982, and this was in Germany, and he made this massive crowd wait like half an hour because he wanted to count receipts and make sure that they all matched up with the money that he was making what? that night. <laughs> Apparently, he'd been stiffed on tour before, and also there's this story that he used to negotiate really, really low deals on everything, from housewares to escorts, and as one newspaper put it, he doesn't like paying, but he especially doesn't like being overcharged. <laughs> well, we've got two more account stories for you, but... First, a quick break. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Welcome back to Part-Time Genius, where we're discussing the tales of accounting and accountants. So, Mango, what's your last fact of the day? Well, I, I found this amazing story of this mathematician who's named uh, Yitang Zhang. I, I, I think he also goes by Tom. But he grew up during the Cultural Revolution in China when academics were really suppressed, and, and he had to work fields. And, and then he, um, he eventually goes to school for math and gets a PhD. But for some reason, he's this mild-mannered guy who can't get a job. Like, he works at a subway as a sandwich artist. He, uh, he delivers Chinese food. He actually has to sleep in his car. Along the way, he starts using his skills as an accountant to make a little bit more money. And finally, he works his way up to this very low-level teaching job at the University of New Hampshire where he teaches intro to calculus. And in fact, he's, like, so low-level that his bio on the school's website doesn't have a profile pic of him like the rest of the professors there. 
But the reason I think he's fascinating, and, and you will too, I'm sure, is that he quietly, at the age of 57 or something, su- submits this math paper that just blows the math world away. So the, the math gets ahead of me here, but basically there was this ancient theory that dates back to Greece that there are an infinite number of prime numbers that are separated by two. So if you think about numbers like 3 and 5 or 41 and 43, 269, 271, like yeah. along the number line, the idea is that you can find an infinite number of these. But Zhang proved that there are actually an infinite number of prime numbers separated by 70 million. <laughs> I know, I, I don't know why 70 million, but... I was going to ask, like, why 70 million? Yeah, so you, you have no idea? I, no idea, but he uses something called um, bounded gaps conjecture. And according to Boston.com, it's the first time anyone proved that there are an infinite number of primes separated by an actual number. So huh. this just upends the math world, right? Like he wins a MacArthur Genius Prize and all this other stuff. But the the thing that really blows me away is that he never actually uses a computer to do any of this. He just thinks the stuff up and works it out with a pencil and paper. And the only time he used a computer in this entire process was to type up the paper to submit it. And he also uh, forgets to comb his hair. And his wife has to remind him before he takes photos. I, I just, <laughs> I just love him. He's just like a lovable I like genius. That extra little fact there. <laughs> Although I probably would have predicted that anybody that was able to figure that out about the seventy million gap uh, might not comb their hair. I don't know why I assumed <laughs> that, but I just did. All right. Well, I'm going to end this with a really simple story that's from accounting history, and it's a guy named Luca Pacioli. And there are records of accountants before Luca. You know, the Mesopotamians kept records of taxes on sheep and. Supposedly, they invented the idea of receipts. But Luca's interesting because he was a friar in medieval Italy. And he's the person who convinced society to use ledgers. So apparently, he said that a person shouldn't go to sleep at night until their debits and their credits are equal. So basically, keeping a balanced book. And he's remembered as the father of accounting. But just the fact that our pal Lisa has balanced our books and allowed us to go to sleep so soundly every night or... You know, at least on the nights that we weren't pulling all, <laughs> all nighters. nighters yeah. That seems like reason enough to include it. Yeah, I think instead of choosing a winner this week, let's just leave it at that. That sounds good to me. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with a full-length episode tomorrow. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.